Good morning, it's January 10th, and this is To My Liberal Friends. Well, Donald Trump has done a lot of dumb things, but the one that rankles me the most is his constant claim that the election was stolen from him. He never realized that in 2016, people voted against Hillary Clinton more than they voted for him, and in 2020, it was the reverse, with people voting against him more than Joe Biden. I find it amusing that the person hired by the Trump campaign in 2020 to find voter fraud recently penned an op-ed in the USA Today. Ken Block made it very clear that he found no evidence of voter fraud and communicated that information to Mark Meadows. Quoting Mr. Block, the findings of my company's in-depth analysis are detailed in the depositions taken by the select committee to investigate the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. The transcript shows that the campaign found no evidence of voter fraud sufficient to change the outcome of any election. That message was communicated directly to the White House Chief of Staff, Mark Meadows, end quote. Now that's going to make it difficult for Mike, Mark Meadows to contradict that information. And if Meadows is forced to testify that he passed that information on to Trump, he'll be, it will be damning evidence in a trial. He then went on to state that his company's Mr. Block, contract was to deliver evidence of voter fraud that would stand up in court. What little voter fraud he found was bipartisan with both Republicans and Democrats casting duplicate votes. Most of these were people with two homes that took advantage of the two addresses. Basically, he's saying that Trump's campaign knew that making the claim that the election was stolen from them was false, and yet they continued to make the claim. And Trump has repeated this claim so many times that now a significant number of people believe it to be true. I have to assume that's been his goal. Mr. Buck further writes, quote, a better use of time, money, and energy would be to address systemic weaknesses in our election system, such as the distressing lack of national infra election infrastructure to enforce election integrity, destructive practices to our elections, such as gerrymandering, and leveling the playing field so that our elections become fairer and more competitive, end quote. Well, one step that I would take would be to eliminate mail-in ballots, at least for a short period of time, to re restore faith in the electoral process. Absentee ballots could still be used, but under strict supervision. And this is the major problem that Trump has created by undermining the credibility of the nation's election system, and it has to be restored. People seem to doubt that we're having fair elections because Trump keeps telling them it was stolen from him. That's not true, but we have to find a way to restore that faith in the electoral system, that it is fair, that it is working. A second topic today is almost similar. Over the weekend, current House Speaker Mike Johnson negotiated a deal with Chuck Schumer to keep the government funded and avoid a government shutdown. Now, there are a lot of reasons to keep the government running, and I won't list them all here, but suffice it to say there will be problems created, and Republicans will be blamed for any problems created by the shutdown because they will have reneged on the deal. The problem for Johnson is that the top-line spending deal he cut is very close to that what former Kevin, Speaker Kevin McCarthy agreed to with Joe Biden last spring. It was a win for McCarthy then, and it's still a win. But the far right in the Republican House, the Freedom Caucus, wants further cuts, and they're threatening his position as a Speaker over it. They're demanding these deep cuts, even though they know it has no chance of passing in the Senate or being agreed to by the White House, or they might file a motion to vacate the Speaker's chair. Congressman Chip Roy from Texas has been leading this threat. The deal that Johnson cut sets a statutory limit of $1.59 trillion for discretionary spending. What that means is things like Medicare and Social Security are not affected. And later Johnson announced that he had secured an additional $16 billion in cuts to 
offset some of the funds in the side deal cut by McCarthy and Biden. What Johnson is saying is voice in reality. He realizes that with a Democratic Senate and a Democrat in the White House, there has to be some compromises. Johnson is seeking some major policy changes in the bill and working with negotiators for some major changes in immigration policy. Now, Democrats don't want to make those changes, but they might be forced to accept them in order to keep the government open and limit how people can claim asylum as well as put limits on temporary status claims that the Biden administration has been routinely granting. This is what has to happen. Negotiations and compromises on both sides. The far left and the far right in both parties need to to sit down and shut up. For conservatives, that means electing Republicans to the House, the Senate, and the White House. And then, and only then, do you have the power to make the cuts that are needed. It's been to my liberal friends. Thanks for listening.